Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. How did you help this woman? What was it that changed her from not believing in divine healing? To be perfectly honest with you, and I said, just don't be perfectly honest, just be brutally frank. No, no, I don't believe in it. What changed her from saying, no, I don't believe in divine healing, to saying, yes, I'll be healed. Just go right ahead and lay your hands on me. The Word of God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, Healing Belongs to Us by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. So I walked out on the platform because I had to stay back and pray till about the time they'd turned the service to me. And I walked out on the platform and sat down on the platform. There's a very distinguished looking gentleman. I sat down, uh, the, the, the song director is up leading a, a song just before they turned it to me, congregational singing. And the pastor is sitting right by my side, another very distinguished looking gentleman on the other side of him. And, and this pastor said, Brother Hagin, I want you to meet Reverend so-and-so pastor of the First Baptist Church. And he stooped over, you know, around this pastor and said, Brother Hagin, I've already apologized to this church. I won't apologize to you. He said, that man that was healed last night is a member of my church. I came downtown this morning, parked by the curb, started walking down the street, and here this man come walking down the street towards me. I didn't even know till then that he'd been in a wheelchair seven years. He said, that man, you see, had been tied to that wheelchair seven years. He had had two strokes of paralysis. If you go by our church, you know, and they had a, an old church with high steps, and you'll see a ramp built. That was built especially so he could put his wheelchair up into the church. And here he come walking down the street towards me. He said, I almost turned and started running. I thought of seeing ghosts. And I went to meet him. And I said, what happened? He, and before I could get to him, he started hollering out, I'm healed. Jesus, heal me. Jesus, heal me. And he said, we just hugged and shouted right there on the street. And he said, I, what, what happened? He said, well, I was over to Full Gospel Church last night. And there's a fellow over there that used to be a Baptist preacher. Laid hands on me. And instantly I was healed. Walked out of that chair. Now, he said, some people said the devil did it. He said, I know the devil's not out healing the Baptist. <laughs> Amen. He said, I, I, I just got up and apologized to this church because I've said some unkind things. I want to thank them for holding on to divine healing when I didn't see it. See? And I want to thank you for ministering to the man, and, and I can see it. Then after I preached, and incidentally, the reason I'm working this in here, I preached that night on the double cure. See, of uh, more preaching than teaching. I'm taking the time to teach here, but I just got on one after preaching. That night on the double cure, you see, himself, you know, took our infirmities. He was made to be sin. He bore our iniquities. Well, now, afterwards, the pastor sitting on the platform said to me, the Baptist pastor said, Brother Higgin, uh, well, could you loan me your notes? See, being Baptist, I learned to preach from notes, and sitting there, he could see my notes. He said, now, I, I, I realize, you know, being a minister, that you just have an outline there. But he said, after all, I've heard the message, and I can take the skeleton outline and put the meat on it just like you did. But he said, I want to preach that. I, he said, I can't be here tomorrow night because I know you close Wednesday night. I'll send the notes back by somebody because we have Wednesday night service. But I want to preach the same message Sunday morning in my church, the First Baptist Church that you preach here tonight. Hallelujah. The double cure. Hallelujah. Or, you see, our twofold redemption. The double cure or our twofold redemption. I want to preach that Sunday morning in my church. And then he said, after I preach it, I'm going to have this man that was in the wheelchair seven years, everybody knows, I'm going to have him to testify. 
And then he said, Sunday morning, I'm going to close out the service of the First Baptist Church by having them come down and stand just like you did, and I'm going to lay hands on her to be healed in the name of Jesus. <laughs> so our pastor was honest and sincere. When he did come to the light, he walked in it. Amen. Can you say amen? amen. But the thought is this. How did you help this woman? What was it that changed her from not believing in divine healing? To be perfectly honest with you, and I said, just don't be perfectly honest, just be brutally frank. No, no, I don't believe in it. What changed her from saying, no, I don't believe in divine healing, to saying, yes, I'll be healed. Just go right ahead and lay your hands on me. The Word of God. Now, of course, what if she had read that scripture and said, well, I know that's in there, but I still don't believe it. Well, it wouldn't work. I said it wouldn't work. Are you listening to me? But she had an appreciation for the word. And when she read, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. And as Isaiah literally said it, surely he has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Then she realized that healing belonged to her. Healing belongs to you. Hallelujah. Just as much as it belongs to her. God laid on Jesus our sicknesses and our pains, and he bore them. Now that means that the pains and the afflictions that you may be suffering were laid on Jesus. He actually bore them as he bore your sins. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. So we believe that God laid our sins on Jesus. And therefore we don't have to bear them. This chapter also said that he laid our sickness on Jesus. You can say, he laid my sickness on Jesus, made him sick with my disease. The word declares, he hath made him to be sin who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now, not only did he make him who knew no sin to be sin, but he made him who knew no sickness to be sickness. Well, now some people say, if that's so, why don't our church preach? That's what this woman said. If that's so, if it was so, my pastor would preach it. He didn't know about it. He hadn't been taught. We make a mistake of fallen man. Follow the Bible. I said, follow the Bible. I tell people all the time, don't you just accept something because I say it. If I don't prove it by the Bible and give you chapter and verse, don't you accept it. And if any other man or minister says anything, See, he may be thoroughly saved. I don't mean a man's not saved. See, I was thoroughly born again. I was raised Southern Baptist. Now, I joined the church, but on the bed of sickness, I come to find out that I really didn't know Jesus. as just a church member. You know there's a difference? So on the bed of sickness, I was born again. I was born. I know when I was born again. Man, it felt like a two-ton weight just rolled off of my chest. 20 minutes till 8 o'clock in the south bedroom. The 22nd day of April, Saturday, the 22nd day of April, 1933, I was born again. I just 
much a child of God as I am now or as I'll ever be. Now, I wasn't a full-grown child. I was a newborn babe. Peter said, as a newborn babe, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. I didn't know a thing about divine healing. I thought I had to die. The doctor said I did. I thought I was going to die. I wanted to look at something there. And they said, well, no, the doctors had left two of them. And they said, no, because you see, the doctors, they hadn't told me, but they'd told the family, said, he'll never live through the night. So there's something I wanted to look at. And they said, well, no, you know, no, you know, just wait, you can look at it more. I said, I won't be here in the morning. See, I really didn't think I would be there in the morning. I thought I'd die that night. See, I didn't know anything about divine healing. I didn't know that there's the least possibility of me being healed. You know, I didn't, I didn't think that, you know, or know that there's any more possibility of me being healed than I'd think that I would go to Mars tomorrow. And you know, I never thought of that. <laughs> See? But I'm saved. Oh, thank God. Amen. Well, thank God. That's of foremost importance. Thank God for folks who are born again. I was born again. I was happy. I mean, it really didn't make me any difference to tell you the truth about whether I lived or died. I was just so glad I was in fellowship with God. And I just felt so good spiritually, not physically, it's near death, but spiritually. Somebody sat by my bedside all night long. I was that near gone. Actually, I was so far gone until somebody held my hand. Now, the person that held my hand was not even a Christian. They were a church member, like I had been. But, but actually, even naturally speaking, you, you can receive something. I could, at, at those moments, in fact, this person said later, you know, I started to get up and call the family, tell them to get up. He was dead twice. I just started, you know, and about that time, uh, you drew a long breath and started breathing again. But actually, at waking moments, by them holding my hand, they never released my hand all night long. I could feel something flowing out of them into me. And it's not divine healing. It's just a matter of strength. It's a matter of life. We've all got some kind of life in us. Are you listening to me? And I could feel that. I could feel that. Just as real flowing out of their hand, into my hand, up my arm, and into my body, and spreading out over me. And yet this person is a church member, but if they knew Jesus, then I'm a monkey's uncle. They didn't know Jesus. Bless their hearts. They were religious. Yet I drew from their strengths. You know, you can feel the strength of others around you and support. And for many nights, for a week, somebody sat up all night long by my bedside and most of the time held my hand. That's how far gone I was. And really, I was so happy, it didn't make me a bit different. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. And we have a tremendous offer that I want to talk about. Here is a, a CD by my dad, he, Healing Faith. And then my book, Executing the Basics of Healing. Now this goes back and it begins to deal with all that, what healing is all about and how it comes about. And, and, and kind of a foundation yeah, for Yeah, a foundation for healing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I deal with... Uh, Brushing up on the basics, in other words, understanding healing is what that is. And then dealing with the subject of God's will to heal. And then talking about that the Lord is the healer. Mm -hmm. 
And then I talked about that healing belongs to the it belongs to God's creation. Yes. And I talk about methods of healing. And then I talk about a subject that many people need to realize, and then that I say God's medicine. And this yes. is God's medicine, That's the Word right. of God. It says so in the Word. Yes. But this is the Bible Healing Study Course. We've had this for years. It's one of our, one of the I put together from my dad's teaching. It's been oh my goodness oh oh in the seventies in the seventies. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's got in the back. It's got questions. It's got lessons, uh, and you can uh, you, this can be used in a study course. Yes. It can be used in a in, there's a, there's what 22, 22 different lessons mm -hmm. here. This would be really good it's an for awesome study course. Uh, mm -hmm. Awesome uh, small group study group. Yes. Uh, uh, actually, uh, uh, Bible class mm -hmm. at church. Mm -hmm. uh, I've even known some pastors to do this on Wednesday night and eat, mm -hmm. get everybody in the congregation get a book yes. and he'd teach on it. And then they'd answer all the questions. And of course, this book would go right along with that, and so would this. Now, this is normally is normally a uh, thirty-three ninety. You might as well say thirty-four dollars. That's right. But we're offering it for twenty-four ninety-five. That's an eight dollars and ninety-five yeah, cents. And th th this is this. If you want to know about healing, right yes. here, this package right here. If you want to know about healing. It'll tell you all about healing. My book, Dad's study book, and his one CD on healing faith. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Make plans to join us next week at the same time and station for more of the series, Healing Belongs to Us by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week, here on Rhema for Today, with Ken and Lynette Hagan.